Hunchback. Hunchback. So Ian was just playing this war of mine, mm-hmm. uh, scavenging while I watched. Um, and whenever I tried to ask anything, he would say, no, we shouldn't talk until <laughs> we're recording. Oh, yeah. And now that we're recording, I've forgotten everything that I wanted to ask. Right. Um, um, you mentioned double clicking. Yeah. Was something that took you a while to find out. Double clicking uh, makes them run instead of walk, which is a pretty, pretty useful thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I've been thinking uh, about this game as I've been playing it more and more this week. Um, and so we started out talking about how... You know, it's a good game to kind of think about empathy and um, trying to put yourself in a different perspective of someone at war. And so I I definitely had that in mind for like the first, you know, few hours that I played it. And then at some point I lost, you know, I lost a few times and I was like, I just want to beat this game. Like, I was just like, I, I still care about these characters, but... I need to make some compromises here on some things right to win right interesting and it made me think about the philo- the philosophical implications of that like um so winning in this case is basically surviving for a set amount of days right i mean this is also right? winning in real life uh well that's I the mean, question though is it right cuz i thought about okay is life about quantity of days that you live is that really what it's about so uh, or is it about the things you did in your life even though maybe you had a short life right you always helped everyone who asked you and came to your door and was like hey can you help me and you know what i mean well it's very so it's like it's very easy to th- um we talked about the uh pyramid of needs right previously um it's very easy when you're at the top of the pyramid of needs to ask those philosophical questions like does it is it really important that you just survive oh yeah but when you have all of that <laughs> taken away yeah and you don't know you know you have no food mm-hmm. everyone is hungry yep suddenly yeah you don't think about <laughs> oh well at least i helped all of those people yep there's there, there's this one that's that's a good point. There was this one instance where um, the local militia came to the door. Oh. And I had previously helped my neighbor. My neighbor came to the door and said, hey, there's this humanitarian aid container that just landed. Um, do you want to help me? Like, like, I know where it is. If you come and help me, like, maybe I'll, you know, share some of it with you. I was like, okay, yeah, that's like, I'm a human. Like, I deserve some aid, you know, yeah. right? So... So I said, yeah, sure. And then I I went with them and got some food, got some bandages, some supplies out of that. And then later on, the militia came to the door and said, um, hi, we're looking for someone who may have stolen some goods out of a humanitarian aid container. Um, we thought maybe he was living around this area. It's my neighbor. And I was like, they're like, if you tell us, you know, who it is, we'll give you three cans of food. Uh, some tobacco, some whatever. I was like, uh, I, my people are really hungry right now. Um, <laughs> I also want to be on the good side of this militia. So 
yes, I will tell you. Wow. So that was part of my story at the end was like, you ratted out your neighbor, basically. Yeah. It's like, eh. but yeah, you don't think about your long-term relationship with your neighbor when you're trying to live until tomorrow, right? right? You're not like, oh, this is going to mess up my my personal right. my personal social life. Like, you're just like, we need food now. We're cold. We're starving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like, actually, you say, I just want to win the game. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah. that's... Survival is um, is a important goal, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much a lot. Of, a lot of the people who are put in this situation just want to survive, right? They're not thinking beyond that. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I wasn't really missing the point. Maybe that's that right. is the point. Is that <laughs> yeah? You know that. You know that's priority number one. Is like right trying to get as many people to survive as possible. Yeah. And then, given that, hopefully you'll have time to, you know, buy a guitar and fix a guitar and like make your people happy and get them books and yeah. get a build an armchair and let them relax and all these things. Right. It is interesting um, because you have that ability to sort of start fulfilling different levels of the pyramid. Yep. Um, and I think that you know, at that point, things be- different priorities crop up. Yep. So when when you are in plenty, you have warmth, you have shelter, you have food. Mm-hmm. Um, the people in your house get a lot more upset if you do something that is morally questionable. Right. Um, they'll start suffering depression if you keep doing that kind of thing, um, and eventually they'll commit suicide if it gets you know yep. bad enough. Yeah, they get really depressed, and then if they get depressed, then you can like have someone else go talk to them um, for hours when you could be cooking food or right. you know doing other things. Um, yeah, I think it's really is. It I don't know. It continues to be a really interesting thought experiment, and while also like having a an addictive gameplay, right? Like, <laughs> I think it's a good balance of those two things. It it, right. it fits with with my brain of like wanting to kind of manage these resources and and like upgrade these things to get this other thing and and have a better more efficient heater so that we don't get as cold so that we don't get as sick so we don't need as many meds so like all these different things that are related in these really complicated ways right um i think fits well with like my problem solving kind of brain yeah but um yeah the emotional aspects are super interesting too um so, I, didn't, so I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know this when you bought it, but it is on iOS and Android now. Oh, dangerous. Yeah. Um, so if anyone is interested in trying it out, um, huh. there should be almost no barrier to entry. It is expensive. It's like $15, mm. which is... Uh, it's a bummer that you can't use your, your, Steam. your, your Steam download on, yeah. Yeah, on mobile. That would be dangerous. I'm not sure I'd want, yeah. want that just in my pocket. Yeah. I also, so I played it, I've been playing it on this big screen on my, on my iMac mm. for the most part. And then last night played a little bit on my MacBook, my 13 inch MacBook. And, um, it was definitely harder to, to like see what was going on and like control them in a way that was efficient and all that stuff. So right. I don't know. I'd be curious to see if mobile is actually a good, like how much they change it so that it's uh, easier decent, to, yeah, a decent medium. Right. Right. Cause you can't just port it directly. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> yeah. 
you have to manage like touch control. See these little ants in this in your <laughs> house, like trying to move these people around. Be tricky. Um, cool, cool. And then uh, another gaming news in the Anderson household. Um, Katie got really interested about in the Stanley Parable <laughs> after you showed us. Yeah, um, she was really attracted to kind of like the absurdity of it all and the the meta aspects and yeah, um, the the lack the uncomfortable feeling that it gave her and stuff so right she bought that and uh gave that a run through last night and she I'm re- enjoyed it i'm really glad because these games are um not made by big studios and they don't really have like marketing budgets right um at least not on the scale of triple a games yep and so um they're, they're great games and they're a lot of fun and yeah. um you know, the fact that they didn't have a huge team of people working on it, I don't yep. think takes away from the experience. Right. I mean, I think the big studios will always make, I don't know, maybe that's not fair. I was going to say the big studios will always make the same game over and over, but to an, to an extent that's true, right? Like, right. Okay, Call of Duty, whatever is out and, right. you know, it's the same stuff. And A, a great, um, like a lot of people complain that they just keep churning out the same crap over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's our fault because consumers right. keep buying it right. over and over again. And um, there's a bunch of cases where uh, big studios have, you know, stepped out. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example is Mario. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Super Mario Galaxy was a great game. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never really kept pushing those mechanics out now they just keep bringing out you know the right. original mario over and over again in different mm-hmm. forms um following the same formula with the same worlds and yeah there used to be a lot of weird really out there mario games like there's yeah. like mario paint yep um which sounds like it would involve a lot of maybe it did but like the the thing i remember about it was one of my college friends um was a composer and he got obsessed with building these crazy musical compositions in mario paint it's like it's like a side game of mario paint yeah where it's basically like a a full like midi sequencer where you can write these complicated oh, wow. like music um compositions yeah um yeah but like j- just random like mario was that dr mario dr. was mario. like tetris yeah. and um paper mario yeah i mean i guess a lot of that was kind of really just licensing like it wasn't really Oh, I mean, they were all they were all made by Nintendo, I think. Well, yeah, but I mean, um, yeah, I guess who am I to say that it, they weren't real Mario games just right. because they weren't platformers or well, I mean, I think same... that I think that's the problem right. is that most people want the same thing over and over again. Yep, uh, it's frustrating. Yep. Um, so stop buying <laughs> those games and start buying different ones. Cool. Well, thanks to the podcast that you uh, listened to 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 um bring those games up and then Mm. you bringing them on the show yep i enjoyed them uh you had a question about what is a web ring right should we not talk about that yet no i forget how the conversation came up it was something that came up in slack well i think we probably know uh it might be related to our sponsor oh oh (laughs) shit do i have to do i have to do an ad read yeah i think you should um okay so, what, can you explain what a web ring is? Um, 
so so yeah this goes back to oh man i don't know fifth grade fifth or sixth grade i remember messing around with html and geocities and just you know old like fan club websites for whatever matchbox 20 or whatever that whatever people liked um but so a web ring would be you would go to a website or web page as they were more likely called at that point uh very basic thing and stuff blinking all over the place and at the top of the page usually it would say this page is part of the InSync fan club web ring okay so this would be like stacy's page right and then but then you click the arrow at the top of the page and it takes you to john's InSync fan club page okay so they're all part of this web ring it's a connected it's a list of links and is it a ring like you have to go uh, around i mean yeah i mean it's a or is right. it just a collection of links well conceptually it's a ring okay yeah because it's just you know yeah it's a linked list <laughs> but it's <laughs> point yeah it's yeah. coming back around um oh that's cool and so it was a way before big search engines and and yahoo directories and all these things right where amateurs could kind of help each other out and and give each other traffic uh, traffic and page views and oh, that's cool ad views and stuff i like that so so in the spirit of that yes listeners do you long for a simpler time when America was online and the only person you could ask was Jeeves? Hotline Webring, available at hotlinewebring.club, is bringing that time back with Webrings. Yes. Hotline Webring was created by people who understand the importance of community, friendship, HTML links, and community. <laughs> it's growing fast and already has double-digit users. Get in early and you'll be the envy of all your friends until they join, because it's free and open to the public. Check out hotlinewebring.club to get started with our one and a half step process. Step one, put a special link on your website. Step two, you are done. Yes. Hotline Webring, only the second .club domain to sponsor Hunchpick. Hotline Webring. The dream of the 90s internet is alive at hotlinewebring.com. Hotline Webring. If Drake knew about this, he'd probably love it. <laughs> Hotline Webring. Don't worry, there's an RSS feed. Hotline Webring. Join at hotlinewebring.club. Nice. Yeah. It's exciting. It is. So they have... For them. Double-digit users. Yeah. Do we have double-digit So I noticed, I was looking at our our Twitter account today, and I noticed we are at, or on the brink, we have nine followers. Oh, wow. You could be listener number 10. You could be Twitter (laughs) follower number 10. Um, Exciting times. Yep. Uh, I will note that hunchpig.audio is a proud member of the Hotline Webring. Oh, is that right? We are on the Webring. Wow. So if you click through those links... You're gonna... You will get to Hunchpig at That's... some point. Uh, those links were added by Hunchpig co-founder Gabe Williams. He's a co-founder? Gabriel Burke Williams. Founder. He's a founder? Co-founder. Am I a founder? <laughs> we're all founders of something. <laughs> um, Am I still a guest? Am I a guest on Gabe's podcast? <laughs> Maybe. 
that makes me sad. Yep. Uh, so thank you for sponsoring. I don't like web rings anymore. What? Why? Because just because okay. I'm fickle. You are fickle. Always trying to. That and we've read the the read now. So. Exactly. Yeah, we've done. Um, yeah. Right. 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 Duties. Duties done. <sighs> Business, Matt. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, what? Why are all our sponsors dot club? <laughs> Ooh, we should make a um, a sponsor uh... requirement. No, I was gonna say we should make a. I don't know what it is. A sponsorship uh, union mm. called something dot club that all these clubs could be part of that club. Is and that, then is that like a web ring? But <laughs> I guess that is a web ring. <laughs> Can a web ring be in a web ring? <gasps> yes. <gasps> At that point, are the, is it like the Olympic rings? Mm. I'm thinking too hard about this. Yeah. And I'm not thinking hard enough. <laughs> um, I ruined Batman for Justin. You ruined Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's come back to that. Actually, um, one of the... Th- you mentioned a project, a project that you wanted to start. Yes. For um, allowing people to uh, find out about other people's little side projects that they're right. working on, like personal right. things. Either specifically within our company or, you know, yeah. or just, yeah, like techie people or makers, we'll call them. Right. Who create things like a network of, hey, check out my side project. Yeah. And I feel like we've accidentally done that. <laughs> we <laughs> have. Um, yes. So then I, <laughs> then I started a podcast and had you on as a, as a co, as a guest. That's and uh, <laughs> ever since then. <laughs> we yeah we have we have featured um some really great well i don't know are these side projects are really, these, i mean are these, these are pro- full projects i mean yeah i don't want to diminish yeah. what they are i mean and how much thought and effort and, and work has gone into them we don't want to inflate that either i'm not sure why you're laughing <laughs> um yeah no it feels good yeah it's a little, little community we're building here nine followers okay little community <laughs> um everything's a web ring exactly um batman you ruined batman yeah for, for justin so what does this mean something that it kind of makes sense that batman is a american hero because mm-hmm. he's basically a rich guy beating up poor people oh man this is, you're really stomping on my childhood here. <laughs> you might be ruining Batman for me. Um, yeah. I mean, if he really wanted to change Gotham. Yeah. Instead of beating up, you know, hired thugs who have no better option in life and putting them in jail. <laughs> I mean, surely he could direct all the funds that he has in his like little gadget Batcave project. Yeah. Into, like... But that would be a really... Community enrichment. It would be a really boring comic book. It would be very boring, but... Yeah. yeah. But he, he doesn't have... Well, he has to stay in shape, too. A superpower. As a, as a rich... You know, he's got a lot of things that he's doing. Maybe he's sitting around a lot at his day job. Like, he's got to get out there and exercise. But it, And if you could, like... 
punch some thugs in the meantime like why not right save the city does that seem like a good <laughs> a good solution to a high you know, crime rate in a city people spend their money in dumb ways every day <laughs> it's so you know it's always gotta be maybe i want a batmobile maybe. i suppose i suppose i'm upset with calling him a hero mm. he was my childhood hero he seems, i will say that i had batman pajamas he seems like a villain no 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 it seems like he's increasing the gap he's just oh he's well. putting all the people who have no option in prison he... I mean, yeah, the, the supervillains, sure. But he goes to They're... a lot of charity events, right? <laughs> With other rich people. And then they... And, and they feel better about themselves. They do. They do. And that's not nothing. Uh, no. No, it's not. It's something. I don't know if I could defend Batman. I want to. But, man. Every... So in art class in elementary school, mm-hmm. every single assignment... I don't know if you call them assignments, but whatever. You... Uh, I would end up having Batman in there somewhere. Like, <laughs> just I would sneak him in there in the little, just little pointy, you know, ears, and then the these Silhouette. slanty eyes that look really like. Thinking back, like, it's definitely made him cross-eyed because I made him like these slanty eyes yeah. with the little pupils in the middle. I'm like, <laughs> looks really messed up. But yeah, every single, every single thing, I would always yeah. have Batman in there. Had Batman pajamas, probably some Batman birthday parties. I, I was in the. Uh, jamestown pennsylvania fair parade mm. i rode my bike i had a blue bicycle that i decked out as a batman bike there was a there was a bat on the front that had like battery operated like red eyes uh, this was back when batman was blue and gray yeah 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 i guess so um oh man i love the animated series yep growing up um Fun fact, I actually sat in on a recording session with the guy who was the voice of the animated series, Batman. How did that happen? Um, In a former life, I was an audio engineer uh, at (laughs) (laughs) Fisher-Price. Okay. And And he was recording a toy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they have Batman toys. That's amazing. um, So I was, like, when I found out that he was that guy from that show... Yeah. I was just like, oh man, this is, this is the best ever. I can't believe I'm doing this. Wow. It was cool. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, he's reading this list of this script of like, get us to the Batcave or whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, this, this is so good. <laughs> that doesn't top the fact that you have your voice in a toy. <laughs> right. That is widely distributed. Um, Yeah. It's a creepy voice. It you is. Used a voice changer to it's, make you sound like a cyborg. There's there's a lot of processing. Yeah. Um, and I think that toy was actually a a Coles exclusive. Oh. So I wouldn't say you know super widely distributed, <laughs> but it's out there. Yeah. Uh, somewhere. How did so? Does it have like your name on it? No. Oh. Wah wah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Why don't they have credits? I don't know. Yeah. There's some legal thing there. They have credits for everything else. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Huh. You should follow up on that. Yeah. I still have some, you know, some good friends there that do really good work. Like, you know, you'd never think of it as a thing of like this right. toy music being good or bad or whatever, but like they are very, very talented people and, and right. come up with some amazing stuff. It's well, cool. it's funny, um, like previously you spoke about baking 
mm-hmm. and like you're just sort of like at the end of a process. Yeah. Like the amount of work that goes into designing a toy. Oh my gosh. And like creating it. Yeah. It's um it's pretty cool. Yeah. It was cool to have that that time to in my career to be a part of that world and just like I don't know. Yeah. Um cuz I think it is it's a it, it's something that people don't think about like oh yeah these toys exist I don't know. Right. They come from China or something and they exist in there <laughs> here they are like <laughs> but it's I think it's easy to not think about all the work and effort and and decisions that were made right to make these toys what they are. Um kind of cool yeah um have you heard of a turtle box um i wonder if someone's trolling me turtle box because we were talking about pigeonholes well wait and then, that... you, and then you mentioned <laughs> oh why isn't it a turtle bucket oh like because a turtle can't get out of a bucket okay that's what my guess was going to be was that i or one of us made up that word in one of our episodes. Tur- right. Turtle box. But we said turtle bucket. Turtle bucket. And okay. now there's someone, I won't name names, mm-hmm. who keeps saying turtle box to me. <laughs> and I don't know if this is supposed to be like an inside joke or if the yeah. turtle box is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe turtle box could be our side, like our side podcast. You know, this, this Hunch, one, bacon, turtle box. This one brings in the, brings home the bacon. Yeah. And the other one can just be a fun... Right. Yeah, I mean, this is, like, business. Right. Um, this is business casual here. This is and, casual. Uh, Turtle box could be, you know, I don't know. Where we really... Flip-flops. And yeah. Let loose. Mm-hmm. Say what we really think. Exactly. <laughs> huh. So you don't know what a turtle box is? I don't know what a turtle box is. I would assume that it is a... Um, I just have a note here that says, what the fuck is a turtle box? <laughs> I would I would say it's probably a a sort of a rectangular prism that has uh, contains some sort of of a amphibian. Just a guess, but we can look it up. I mean, I think I think a turtle box is just a cage for a turtle. Like I don't understand. Well, yeah, that's another way of putting it. Um, oh, there is also a box turtle, a which is a turtle. type okay. of turtle. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that will forever be unanswered. Um, unless there's a sponsor who would like to explain. Yeah. Um, you can pay us and we will right. explain to everyone uh, what a turtle box is. <laughs> but if you don't, I'll never tell anyone. Right. <sighs> we should say we do have a sponsorship slot available for next episode. Ah, um, that's true. We have someone who might want it, but it is available for $7. And, uh, yeah. yeah, contact us. We're not, you know, we do usually have these planned a lot more in advance. Right. Yeah. This, this is this sort is, of like, this is an accidental, like, oh, you know, we just happen to have a right last minute change and, um, don't, don't have a sponsor yet yeah. for next episode. So, so yeah, it's like, we're not worried. We're not worried, but we're not worried. No, our domain's almost paid for, but, um, you should email us. But I hear we might have some more traffic coming our way, so our Amazon S3 bill might, uh, you know, might need some help. It's fine. We'll see. Um, sneezing? Sneezing. Um, let's talk about sneezing. What do you, what do you think about sneezing? Sneezing. Um, wow. 
where to start. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to start with yeah. Going to start with some big names mm-hmm. and their thoughts on sneezing. I'm going to start with Socrates. Oh, okay. Um, like what sneezing means? Right. He um he believed he was being spoken to by a spirit <laughs> named Gesundheit in the form of sneezes. Okay. And the spirits would send him warnings mm-hmm. and he would sneeze as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, such warnings would include like the wrath of his wife. <laughs> um, okay. Who apparently was well known for her wrath. <laughs> she was such a logical man. <laughs> Like, all about reason and questioning yeah, the, and, and skepticism. Like, why would he not just think, oh, maybe there's something in my nostrils that makes my body want to sneeze it out? <laughs> oh, my wife might be... What? Yeah. She, I mean, she would... She would proper, like, hulk out whenever she was angry. Okay. Um, there's been uh, sto- stories of her flipping the dinner table. <laughs> While guests are over, no less. Okay. Wow. Um, she is said to be the only person to have beaten Socrates at an argument <laughs> because she just kept shouting <laughs> and no one could hear him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I'm learning a lot. I... Huh. I mean, this sounds like not a healthy I relationship. Think, I think I assumed Socrates to always be a single single guy. Right. Uh, didn't Didn't realize he was married. Uh, doesn't seem on brand with... Uh, <laughs> on brand? With... <laughs> well, I mean, neither does the sneezing demon, to be honest. True. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Is there... So... Bed- bedrock of Western philosophical tradition. <laughs> Isn't there a question of whether Socrates even existed? Is that, is that a question? Or is that like a conspiracy? I mean, I imagine... I suppose that that's a question about anything that's ever existed. I mean, did we just pop into existence now? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. yeah. But we have these this written history. Yeah. Right. I mean, someone said, um, you know, they have a... They've read about um, Winston Churchill or, um, you know, certain historical figures, but they've also read about Batman. <laughs> and they know yeah. a lot about the history of that world. And there's not... Like... At what point is one true... And mm-hmm. the other fiction. Is it right. like the acceptance of society in general saying that it's true? Well, I, thought, I always thought it was a little weird. I'm going to get uh, some emails from this from, uh, <laughs> from a listener named Katie in Massachusetts. But I always thought it was kind of weird. I don't know. Like when you cite sources, um, that like in academia, like that's the be all end all, right? Like, oh, it's in a book. Right. Right. It's in this other book. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, so there you go. And it's like, well, yeah, but like just other humans made these books. Yeah. Right. Like they're just, it's all just humans doing stuff or making stuff up or whatever we do. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I also like Wikipedia, so I'm probably just wrong with everything. It is interesting. Like if we, um, if there is like a mass extinction Mm -hmm. or something and, um, Aliens land and they start digging up to find out, oh, what was humanity like? Yeah. And they find like tomes and tomes of Harry Potter. 
Yeah. Are they going to read this and be like, oh, this is what people thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world was like. <laughs> like, and then they'll like pick up, I don't know, like religious texts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they'll read it and be like, oh no, that's just a story. I always like to, like, when I'm thinking observationally about like human behavior, it's always fun to think from the alien perspective. Right. Like one of my favorites is like mowing the lawn. Yeah. Right. Like they're looking, they're looking down and they see us just like meticulous, like, Oh, like really worrying about this lawn. And then like the next day it grows back and we go out there again and like, okay, we got it. Yeah. We're gonna do it. Like, why are they doing like, it yeah. just comes back. Like what? Like, like are they a... using these clippings, these grass clippings? Oh, no, we throw those out. Like, yeah. What is what is going on with these humans? Like it's like completely insane. It's like Sisyphus, like mm-hmm. pushing the boulder yes. up the right, right up right. the hill, and it will always just roll back right. down. Like, like there's so many questions. Like why don't they just rip out all this grass? <laughs> like why don't they just have dirt yards? Right? Like all these like this seems like a lot of work for them. <laughs> Like all these aliens watching, like it's total fucking insanity. Like, what cho- are they doing? Yeah, they're choosing this. Is it because it's green? Like, why do they? Why do they like the green stuff more than the brown stuff? Like, right. the brown stuff seems a lot like easier to maintain. I mean, when you start um, doing these thought experiments about aliens, yeah, um, and you, I only bring this up because you mentioned green. Mm-hmm. I mean, they may not like even if they saying that they're going to be organic mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, take the same inputs that we do. It's probably not true. Organic meaning made of carbon? Is that your definition uh, of organic? Actually, I don't know what my definition of organic <laughs> is. Um, but like, they would look, okay, they would look so. at grass and they would be like, mm-hmm. maybe they don't see in that wavelength. Right. Like, say they see in infrared. Or they don't see in any, yeah. They're like, oh. What does C mean at that point? Is that like a, they like it because it's a particular temperature? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. That's always fun. Like, yeah, there's the spectrum of like, what are aliens? Because I, I, I actually do assume that there's life out there. Somewhere. Right. Yes. Um, I don't know. The numbers seem to imply that it's highly possible. Right. Um, but it's fun. Yeah, it is funny to think about. You know, there's the Star Trek alien. Right. Which is basically just a human in a different colored. Right. With makeup suit. on. Right. <laughs> Yeah, maybe some weird ears or something, but it's yeah. like, okay, there's that. And then there's like, on the other side of the spectrum, it's like, oh, this is just some ethereal being that we can't even, right? we can't even detect or like it's made of some other thing. Right. So we've shown that um, like uh, there's, um, life can exist at extreme temperatures and in extreme conditions. Um, so there's a theory that life could exist in Jupiter's atmosphere. Okay. Um, you know, it's plausible <laughs> that there is the, um, you know... The conditions. At, at a particular sort of level. The same way on Earth. Like, the, the crust of Earth is um, ridiculously thin. It's like the um, same thickness as the peel of an apple, if it were to scale, <laughs> okay. basically. And that's what we live on. Yep. Um, like if Jupiter had this um, like area where life could exist, mm-hmm. it would have to float kind of through this um, yeah. gas. Yep. The same way things float in the ocean. If you had something similar to plankton, you could have uh, like a network of organisms that would 
maybe communicate through electricity because wow. uh, all the gases would be ionized on Jupiter because of the temperature. Wow. Like it's very hot. Okay. Um, and stormy and things. So you see like these lightning arcs all the time when yeah. you look at storms on Jupiter. Huh. Um, and so there's, I don't know, there's like this idea at the back of my head of like, oh, you could have um, neurons. Yeah. On a planet, essentially. Huh. And a neur- neural network. Right. Like, in all senses of net. Like, that's what I'm picturing is like a net around, around Jupiter, Jupiter. That is this electrical right. nervous system type but, thing. But, like, because the distances are so vast, mm-hmm. like, um, it would take so long for signals to travel across <laughs> this network. And so, in theory... Really? Well, just because of the speed. I mean, when we think... Yeah. The distance that a thought needs to sort of move around in your brain is very small. But, I mean, Jupiter's enormous. Right. And so, like, isn't this the speed of light? The electrical? No. No, okay. No, it won't be. Okay. That's Um, a different thing. Right. But even if it was the speed of light, like, the the speed of light is finite. Right. So if you increase the distance, you have to increase the time. Yeah, but... That it takes for something to travel. that big compared to the speed of light, right? Maybe they are. I don't actually know. Right. <laughs> Jupiter's pretty big yeah. compared to Earth. I, um, uh, I but get... if you had a brain this size, it would take like a really long time for it to think. Okay. And huh. so, you know, there probably is life out there, but it's in a form that... Hmm. Yeah. It's just and what incomprehensible does, to us what at the moment. What does think mean in that context? And what does... Right. Like, yeah, it... It's so easy for us to like anthropomorphize these things that we don't understand. Right. And all throughout teach like education, I feel like we do that because that's the old, that's the best way that we can like have analogies to things is like think of them as like, oh, this wants this thing, like evolution. Right. Like, oh, this wants this type of thing um, wants to be more improved. So yeah. it does become more, you know, like adapting and um that kind of stuff was always hard for me to think outside of what what something um, wants to be or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, it is interesting. Like we have this. Um, it's like we're imp- it's a, they're improving themselves, and it's like, well, no, there there's mutants that accidentally are better than other mutants. Right. <laughs> it's a really bizarre system. Yeah. Um, I gave a lightning talk oh. about lightning. Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. And it was about, um, or part of it was about Jupiter and the crazy stormy stuff that you were talking about. Yeah. Super bolts that are like, what, over 50,000 volts of volts? (laughs) (laughs) Volts of, you know, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember much else about it, but... Yeah, I think for, for us, like, voltage isn't dangerous. I think tasers have, like, a pretty high voltage. Mm-hmm. It's the um, amps that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, like, once that gets over a certain amount, you just die. Yeah. It's the volume, basically. The, vo- the volume of electricity. Right. Um, or, that's probably the wrong term. But yeah. the amount of... The amount of electrons... Fl- I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It gets weird. Yeah, because voltage so is like... That's another good example of like, of like, oh yeah, voltage is like pressure, right? Right. And it's like, 
so you think of it kind of like a pipe and water because that's what we that's like our closest analogy is like water yeah. through a pipe and it kind of works but it's kind of like not oh, it kind funny. of like trips you up a little bit too we never we never were given an analogy okay for that when i um was first learning physics at high school yep they were just like there are two parts of electricity there's voltage and ampage it's like oh what are those uh, voltage is a potential difference <laughs> Yeah. It's like, those words are words. Yeah. I don't know what they mean when they're combined. So I think think at the time, like when you're really young, you don't care Mm -hmm. because there are so many words that like everything you've learned up to now didn't have a meaning. Yep. Like as a kid, you're really good at just taking it all in. Yeah. And trying to sort it out later. And map. Yeah. Take all these context clues. Right. Or cues. Is it context clues or context cues? <laughs> they both work <laughs> conceptually. I think it's clues, but I can see how cues would also work. It's like a cue yeah, because of the context. Anyway, I don't know if you knew this about me. My dad uh, was my physics teacher in high school. I did not know that about you. Um, I wasn't homeschooled. He taught at the school, the private right. school, um, for my sister and for me. Huh. So chemistry and physics so 11th and 12th grade science yeah um, my dad taught both my sister and i what was that like (laughs) uh it's a good question i i didn't mind it um the i don't know it was nice to have that calling him a resource is a little like (laughs) resource at home but like you know having him at home to to talk a little more deeply about things or yeah or whatever because i was interested in science in general like my i don't know i think my sister um was like more embarrassed about it at times like yeah you know, he's just like you're a teenager and you're just like oh my dad's it oh, my dad yeah. dad you're uh. um and my dad would like sing songs in class and and be yeah. silly and goofy and um but so i think she was a little more embarrassed at times yeah than, than i was i was like yeah that's my dad um but there's always the annoying things of like kids saying like, "Oh yeah, you got an A again because that's his, that's, yeah, that's his dad." Um, so that was annoying, but um, but no, I like yeah, I liked it overall. Is he still teaching? He is. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I think he's got. I don't know. I think another five years or something. He's, he wants to do. Yeah. There was this um, weird like communication barrier. I think between my parents and the school I went to. Um, where like, I feel like, um, I was a lot more worried about being, um, by my parents being disappointed than my teachers. Mm -hmm. Like I really didn't care at all how my teachers felt about me, Hmm. Um, but I did care a lot about how my parents felt about me, which I don't know, might be an evolutionary thing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I was a shit at school. <laughs> like at what age, like at which point, like all throughout, oh, like, through high school or through? Yeah. From like 14 through to 18. I was. Oh, terrible. okay. So later on. Yeah. Okay. I was imagining for some reason, like before that, like middle school or something. I don't remember. I mean, uh, like pro- in, in what way? Just like defiant. Like I'm not going to yeah. do, I'm not going to do work. I'm not going to do just your homework. Cause trouble. Gonna... 
Okay. Um, would you do the work or was it just like... No. Okay. No, just so it was both. You'd yeah. cause trouble and you wouldn't do right. stuff. And I'd like um, skip lessons and... Um, <laughs> yeah. I've always been... I've always... I don't know. I've heard about skipping on classes. Yeah. Like since I graduated high school and like that never crossed my mind that that was even a possibility <laughs> i don't know what that means oh, about we like, did it all the time yeah yeah like i that doesn't even like compute with me like, right wh- how what where where do you go what if you where do you go if you're not in class yeah like um um maybe that's just the kind of there was a pub around the corner we used to go to stanley parable type person i am where i'm just like <laughs> burp, 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 i will do the work but yeah i don't know I don't think so. I think I've, I think I've become a little more um, yeah, defiant when when need be. Since yeah, then, but uh, there was a there was a year where I played an awful lot of World of Warcraft, mm. and I just stayed at home and played a lot. Wow. I yeah, missed you, a lot of school. You're a young person. I forget. And um, <laughs> and then my uh, my parents found out at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they were livid. Yep. that this had happened um they were they were really mad at me but they were insanely mad at the school hmm. they were like why didn't you tell us day one why did you wait a year wait so okay so you played world of warcraft and didn't go to school right i missed a lot like um two-thirds of where, the time where I'd, were you just at home just at home yeah i'd pretend to leave for school oh wow we had two front doors <laughs> I'd walk, I'd walk out one and walk back in the other. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. See, I feel like... Interesting. As we get more and more sensors in our house, maybe that's like... <laughs> oh, our kids at home. Yeah. Why is our house warmer by a degree? <laughs> um, that is... Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, not legal, right? Is that is there uh, a legality thing in in England? I don't know. I was seventeen, so I assume <clears throat> you only have to legally be in school until sixteen. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think whether it's legal or not really matters. Right. You seem to be doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was pretty shitty. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. My my parents are looking forward to what my kids subject me to. (laughs) Yeah. Just like waiting to be like, I told you so. Or not, I told you so. But like. How does it feel? What's that called? Uh, Schattenfreude. Oh. This is a German, German word. Okay. Which basically means I'm happy that you're sad. (laughs) I don't know if that's a. Direct translation, but it's like, you're like, oh yeah, they're finally getting what's coming to them. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> I hope that is the direct translation though, but I'll have to look it up. <clears throat> so, you brew beer. I do brew beer. Yep. That's the thing. That is the thing. Yeah. So it's something you enjoy? I enjoy brewing beer. And yeah. you seem to do a lot of it. Um, could you please mute that laptop? 
Wow, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> He's saying sorry for telling me to mute. Yeah, or sorry to our listeners. Everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I brew beer. I I enjoy it. It's a um, it's an exercise in patience and in uh, uh, DIY stuff, which is kind of fun. Um, it's not. I feel like it's not as hard as people assume it is. Right. There's di- obviously there's different levels of like how I mean I think far you can get into it and how right how controlling you want to be with the temperature and all the crazy stuff. But yeah, uh, well the funny thing is I said the same thing about web development. <laughs> yeah, like whenever you get good at something, you yeah say it's not hard. That's true, but I think this is much more. I think brewing beer is much closer to other things that you already know how to do. Right. Than web development is. Okay. Um, like cooking. Uh, it's, you know, it's not too far off. You're basically just boiling stuff, um, or steeping grains at a certain temperature. You know, there's basically a recipe you can follow. Right. Uh, there's the artistic kind of part of it, which is like designing your recipes if you want to get really involved with it. Um, but yeah, so we, this is a big, a big day. Uh, we're going to pop open a bottle of beer that i've brewed like a long time ago so this this beer i think i brewed it in november okay so it's so that's yeah. like that's like a big difference from cooking that's yeah that's true and i will say like every other beer i've brewed so far has been like a one month uh turnover cycle turn right. i don't know if that's the right word but from brewing to being able to drink it was one month right this one this has been three months yeah and it's um, the highest. It, yep, it's also the um, strongest beer that I've brewed. Okay, yes. it is a vanilla bourbon oak stout. Wow, which also has uh, cold brewed coffee in oh. it. So there's a lot going on. <laughs> Maybe too much. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a little worried. So the suspense part of this, which the listeners I'm sure are already on there, on, on the edge of this, on seats. the edge of the seats, but. The exciting and uh, thing I'm a little worried about is whether or not this beer has been carbonating correctly. Right. Because it is the, you know, it's the cold season. Right. In Boston. And uh, also known as winter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the coldest season. And so... So this is, this is the reason that beers are bubbly. Exactly. It's because as they're brewing, the yeast is expelling its... Turning sugar into <clears throat> alcohol and in the process expelling carbon dioxide. Um, exactly. Right. So the yeast, um, which is a fungus, kind of gross to think about, but right. yeast uh, eats sugar and um, oxygen too. Right. And produces carbon dioxide and alcohol right. as byproducts. Now, I thought the alcohol was produced because of a lack of oxygen. Is that not the case? Um, uh, I don't believe that's the case. Okay. Right. So there's oxygen in the water? Yes. Okay. So when you, you brew the beer, you kind of boil it, uh, with the hops and the grains and all that stuff. Right. And then before fermentation, you actually want to introduce oxygen into the, the wort as it's called at that point. Okay. Before it's, it's fermented, it's called wort. Right. W-O-R-T. Um, so you want to introduce oxygen at that point so that the yeast have that as an ingredient, as a, 
um, input right. <laughs> to what they do. Um, after so that how, point, do, how do you do that? So uh, like, there's there's different various ways to do it. Um, kind of the old school uh, poor man's way, which is what I do, is just pour it from like bucket to bucket. Okay. Multiple times, like yep. through a strainer. Okay. So that it just kind of makes bubbles and yeah. um, get some oxygen in there. Okay. The fancy ways, there's like uh, pumps and aeration okay yeah, yeah, yeah. systems you can buy um but i'm not at that level i yeah. don't really want to be there you can buy all that sort of shit for like wine and things right like aerators that oh you yeah through and yep yeah okay um so 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 yeah so so yeah when you put it into a bottle mm-hmm. that's like you've put it into an enclosed environment right so before this point when it's fermenting right it's in a bucket or a, or a carboy which is a big glass jug um and you put an airlock on top, which okay. is basically just a... Um, it's not a thing for spacemen to get in and out of. <laughs> sound, yeah. It sounds way cooler than it is. Airlock. But it's it's a valve. It's a, basically a one-way valve so that it lets okay. out the carbon dioxide. Okay. But prevents oxygen from getting in. Right. Because at that point, you don't want oxygen. Because okay. it's going to spoil your beer. It's going to like st- make your beer stale. Right. Right. Oxidizing... Yeah. Think of it like rusting, you know, kind of or whatever, like going stale, going bad. Right. Um, so, so yeah, it's basically just a, a plastic um, thing that you fit on the top of your bucket or whatever um, that has um, a liquid solution. Like you can put vodka in there. You can put anything that's going to be like sanitary. Right. Um, and keep germs out. But the, bu- so it lets bubbles out through that liquid. Right. Um, but doesn't let anything but it's, back it's, it has a seal basically yeah. right it's not open to the air so bugs and whatever else that wants at that sugar and those nutrients in the beer can't get to it right so the yeast can just have their way right um anyway so at that point you're letting the, the co2 out so the bucket doesn't explode <laughs> <laughs> for example and yeah um yeah and then um bottle conditioning is the term for um Basically carbonating in the bottle okay. naturally right. using the yeast. So in big commercial breweries, they they a lot of breweries won't do bottle conditioning. They will um, go through a process which actually takes all the yeast out of the beer at that point, like after fermentation, okay. after primary fermentation. Yep. They'll take out all the extra gunk, all the yeast parts, um, and then force carbonate the beer just right. with CO2, like yeah. tanks or whatever. Yeah. They'll force carbonate it and then bottle it. Okay. Um, a lot of people do that with with kegging too. You can do kegging with homebrew. Um, so instead of bottling, they'll put it in a keg and then force carbonate it. Don't yeah. add any more sugar. But for bottling, uh, bottle conditioning, which is what I've done, um, requires the least equipment and all that stuff. Yep. Um, you basically you do the primary fermenta- fermentation of the beer. All the sugars are gone at that point and convert to alcohol. <clears throat> and then you you add more sugar to the to the beer right, right before you bottle so that the yeast that's left has more food so, yeah um to convert to alcohol and also co2 right but at this point like you said it's capped right the the right. bottles are capped so the, the pressure CO2, increases yep the pressure increases the co2 has to go um, into the liquid is infused into the into yeah. the beer um, so that's called bottle conditioning. Okay. So 
The worry here is that it's too cold because the yeast, you know, has a certain happy range of... That it ferments at. Exactly. Um, and you've had this in the basement. And it's been in the basement, which is heated, but not very high. Right. We keep it pretty low down there. So, so it's about 60 down there, which is a little under like the happy range okay. of where the yeast wants to be. So this is good because this is like something that we can listen for. Yeah. We'll know if it's carbonated because when we open it, uh, it will hiss. It hopefully will. Yeah. So the other, so the other extreme is that. Did you open it? I didn't open it yet. <laughs> the other extreme no is one, that no one knows. there's too much carbonation in here because oh. there was sugar left over. And it explodes. So if the primary fermentation didn't complete, uh, right? And right. I, I thought it was done, but it wasn't. Yeah. And then I added more sugar yeah. before bottling. That's when you can get what are called bottle bombs, where your bottle, bottles literally explode oh. due to the CO2 pressure. Um, yep. Oh, right. But it would have exploded by now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, but it could still explode out of the bottle when I when I open it. It could still go oh, everywhere. I'm glad you're opening it. So oh. now that I've sufficiently added suspense, are we ready? Do you want to count down? Yep. In uh, in uh, British, what? I mean, I don't know. Throw a Z in there somewhere. Three, two, one. Are you are you gonna? You didn't say Z. Where I don't know where there's no letter with. Wait, Z is well, sorry. Z is Z, isn't it? Zillion. What do you call zero? Three zillion. <laughs> what do I call zero? Zero. N- nil. Um, <laughs> Why did I think? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, nil is zero. Sorry. Z um, is Z. Okay. Oh, I'm so dumb. All right. Okay. I'm gonna try it. You're gonna do it. Do it. Yep. Oh, there was a little hiss. There was a little hiss. Hope the microphone picked that up. So this is two weeks in. The recipe calls for waiting three to four weeks. No. Well, why are we opening it now? Because I'm really impatient. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, I think the yeast, comparatively for this beer, is also a little upset because there's 10% alcohol in here. Right. So it's basically living in its own shit. <laughs> and it's just like, what Like, what are you doing to me? Like, yeah. I mean, we're going to drink it. There's this poison that I'm. you're forcing me to live with here. Um, okay. I think we talked earlier about, um, like, anthropomorphizing uh, right. things, and you just called the yeast upset. <laughs> it's so mad. I mean, it's it's living. Yeah. No, isn't that... Don't but think, it's not a human. I don't think it has emotions. Yeah, or nerves, or feeling, I hope. Oh, man. This is pretty flat. Mmm. Smells good. Cheers. Cheers. I like it. It is flat. It is flat. But I don't think that's a problem, necessarily. Mm. It's... It's jet black. <laughs> it's jet um, black. You cannot see through it. It's... Yeah. Um, is that a sign that the first description I give is the color? <laughs> like, well, it's uh, it's black. It's a dark beer. Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's... Um, I there is a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Like, there's a really, really strong oak. Might be too much oak. Almost gives it kind of a buttery uh, yeah. flavor, like, on, on, the, on the tongue. Oh, we should sell it. 
So, uh, oh, this is like Hunchpig beer? Yeah. <laughs> Our first... Merchant, no, merchandising. Never mind. We, we are selling <laughs> Hunchpig beer. Um, you need to... Um, this uh, is actually uh, fantastic. It's the best beer I've ever had. It's flat, but that's what we wanted. Right. I mean, that's by design. It's by design. Um, um, also, it's illegal to sell. It, <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah, we can't sell this. Why not? Uh, it's alcohol. It's a controlled substance. You can brew it oh. at home, but we need a license to sell it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. We're allowed to drink it. It's legal to yeah. drink it. But. So, like, if you want to drink it, <laughs> you can pay me some money. <laughs> I can't wait for this loophole. Yeah. And no, we have a membership. We have a yeah, no, I membership. Mean, it's, like a, um, it's a recurring subscription. Right. It's like a, and then like, it's like an entry fee. Yeah, like you're actually yeah. paying to come in and then you can take one bottle. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, we, we have it here. It's not right. Yours, but like we'll gift it to you as a friend. If mm. you're in the, if you're here, you can get here if you're in the membership. Right. Exactly. Club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> reminds me. Uh, my buddy Jesse and I played, well, uh, we went to a house party once in college. Okay. And, uh, we both play guitar and sing and that was, you know, what we did. And we, <laughs> we went to this, like, you know, it was music school, the music school at our college was a biggish thing, biggish part of the college. So there was a lot of that kind of like. Going around, playing music, playing, just jamming and whatever. Yeah. So we brought our guitars. I'm like, oh, we're going to go downtown to this house party and bring our guitars without like asking anyone. I don't know. Just like, oh, yeah, we're going to go play this show. Like, obviously, people are going to enjoy this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we show up. And so at the, there's a spectrum of like playing a gig, right? Right. Of the best possible scenario is you show up, you get paid to play. I mean, that yeah, that's the best of ever. And say you get free drinks. Okay. Right, that's the best scenario. Right. Everyone likes that you're there, yeah. you get paid, you get free drinks. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, so this story is about a whole new side of the spectrum that we had not even encountered or knew existed. Is this, is this more... <clears throat> Nope. Did you get scholarships? This is the other side. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we show up and they say, you know, it's one of those parties where it's like, oh, you know, five bucks right. or whatever. Come yep. in and they have this, who, who knows what in the, yep. I don't know. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. No, you know, just like purple Kool-Aid with some sort of <laughs> very cheap alcohol. Disappointing. Situation. Um, but... So like, okay, yeah, here, whatever, here's our five. Yep. We didn't have much, but it's like, okay, here's our five bucks. We go in. And um, so at this point, we're paying to play, hmm. right? Which is pretty low on the right. spectrum. I mean, but you didn't tell anyone, did you? No, no. Beforehand. No. So true, true. But we're paying, we're yep, paying yep. and we're playing. So we're giving a service. <laughs> paying and we're playing. We're paying to play. Okay. Right. So yep. we thought. that Right. Then we get our guitars out <laughs> and... Uh, we're in the middle of the first or second song and uh, we're, we're kind of somewhat kindly asked not to play. <laughs> <laughs> Can 
people just want to like listen to the rate you know listen to a playlist or something i don't want to listen to okay like no offense can you guys maybe not play? so this was a this the new level that we found was paying not to play <laughs> okay so, we weren't paying to play that would have been better right we're, we were paying and also asked not to play wow um yeah at a party hmm. good times that doesn't um, speak well <laughs> So that's why that's why I had you write the uh, the theme song for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was assuming, oh yeah, it'll it'll make something. I am uh, not taking credit for what? No, this, that's your guitar solo. Uh, this is in the the theme. That's just because you edit the episodes, <laughs> so you get to pick what goes in. Yeah, and I didn't play anything better than that. So <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Hmm. Interesting. You do have an album. I do have an album. Like, you are shockingly yeah. musical. <laughs> uh, like, it's, a, it's thank you. not bad. Shockingly. Okay. I have a... I have an well, e- it's surprising because you're so bad at puns. Oh. And, like, the things that you want to be good at. Yeah, lyrics are not... Have never been strong, I would say, for me. But um, <laughs> my friends make fun because I have... Uh, I like to throw in a lyric in a song that just like makes it dumb, you know, just like one lyric will just right. like make it like, Oh, and like a cringe moment. Okay. Um, it's either like a meta about the song or like, it's some stupid cheesy joke. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of the line that the buddies make fun of me. Um, Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. A lyric about rhyming. Right. Okay. That rhymes with the other lyric. Okay. But it's the word rhyme. Okay. That rhymes. Right. It's like meta and stupid and like yep. ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So don't worry, I'm still that person in yeah. in, in the music. In the music. Um That's but yeah, I have an EP which yep. You're on Spotify. Yep. Which uh stands for extended play. Oh. Uh as opposed to an LP, which is long play. Are there any other but you think extended would be longer than long play, right? Because That's what ex- I would like, expect. Lord of the Rings extended edition is it's not longer. is not the thirty minute version, right? It's the and the and the four real hour the real version is the long version, right? Right. The real version is the long version. Extended is more than longer that. than the long yep. version. EP. I see the way half the size of an LP. What? Yeah. Four, five songs max. It's not extended at all. What's it extended compared it, well, to? Okay, well, it's extended compared to a single. Right. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> so a single or... Uh, what is that? A seven inch? Maybe? Or is it a seven inch an EP? Oh, boy. Um, showing my youth now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. But okay. a 45. A 45 is... I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, boy. Is that a gun? <laughs> it is, actually. A Colt 45 is a gun. Uh, 45 is a single, um, record. So they're like right. this big, this, this translates very well to a podcast, but yeah, they're this big, it's like the size, half the size of your face. Sure. Yeah. 45. <laughs> uh, so 45 means 45 RPM. Four. Okay. So you would put that on your record player and you would set the, 40, the record player, the motor to 45 revolutions 45, oh, per minute. Revolutions. Yep. Per minute. So that's the speed at which it turns the record. Okay. Um, are they... They're ones that play shorter and faster? Uh, it would be a switch on the record player. 
Okay, so what are the two? So there's, uh, so the LPs, so like the big ones, which are full albums, would be 33 RPMs. So it's Mm. slower. Um, 45s are faster. That's why they're called long plays. What is the other one? 78? Oh boy. I think the, I think there's some, there's 78s too. Hmm. Which is weird because that seems like that would be, if the pattern keeps going, then that would be like a tiny little disc. But I think those are actually in between. Right. Uh, I hope you're learning a lot, listeners. But (laughs) um, where was I? So a 45 is a single. Yep. And it would have two sides. So have you heard of like B sides? Yep. That's where that comes from. So there's the A side and the B side. Yeah. So 45 would be the singles, like, I want to hold your hand. And the B side is like, I am the walrus. It's not true. I am the walrus. I am the walrus. I am the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Very different eras of the Beatles. Please don't send us anything. This whole conversation, you've just been saying words. I don't. Yeah, this is bad. I should stop talking. I don't know anything. I was born in 1986 and don't really know about records, but I'm trying. Um, So that's that. Right. I have an EP. You okay? An extended play, right? Which has no real meaning in the in the digital in the world. real world. <laughs> yeah, um, it fits on a compact disc, which is what I released it on, ah. with potato starch packaging, completely biodegradable. <laughs> does does that mean it no longer exists at this point? Uh, you know, I've worried about that. <laughs> I look at them because I have hundreds of them. Like I, you know, obviously I'm like. Very optimistic about like, oh yeah, I should get at least three hundred of these, and so I have two hundred left or whatever. And really, yeah, go on. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll take one. Um, and I'm like, wait, it seemed like such a great idea when I got these <laughs> biodegradable things. Like, oh yeah, everyone's gonna like think, oh yeah, I'm like helping the environment, environment whatever and then i had this moment where i was like wait a second <laughs> what they're it? all gonna dissolve <laughs> this thing that i wanted to like that was the whole point was like i'm gonna make this physical thing that i can point to and say i made an album and whatever and then it's gonna be just disappear <laughs> yeah. the, ra- the ravages of time will <sighs> yeah <laughs> so sad trade-offs oh. oh god um i've never done anything like that like what like make and release an album. Mm. I mean, that's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've done creative things. Programming and sure. I'm sure you have short stories that are unreleased and poems. Maybe yeah. I don't know. We've all written poems. Come on. <laughs> like in the. <laughs> For some reason, that reminds Essays, me. Blog posts. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I need to write a bunch of blog posts. Yeah, we all, we all do. I've been playing Minecraft. Oh. This is a weird thing. Talking about being creative. Yeah. You're crafting. Um, I guess. In a mine. Yes. Is that true? It is. Oh, okay. I never thought... I honestly never thought about that name. Minecraft. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of mining and then you craft. It's not like this is my craft, so I'm going to call it Minecraft. That... Well, I think it could be. Oh, so it's a, uh, it like a yeah play on words. Okay, maybe I will play this. Okay, yeah. so you've been playing Minecraft. Yeah, um, I fired it up the other day. Mm-hmm. So I played Minecraft a long time ago when it was still an alpha, mm. um, and it was a lot of fun. This is something that typically very young children play. 
um, because it's it's sort of like Lego, mm-hmm. uh, but right. a computer game version of it. Um, like you can break stuff apart and then build them back together. Which I could see as a parent being like, oh, it's like Legos, but we don't have to clean up the whole house after. Right. Sorry, Lego. Oh boy. I'm going to get. Yep. Going to get scolded. Lots of emails about that. Yeah. Like at, at most nine, because that's our follow <laughs> account, but like, <laughs> you know, could be four or five. <laughs> Singular Lego. Anyway. Yep. Um, cool. So what are you building? What do you, do you have a goal? Do you have a. No, it's weird. You come up with really weird goals. Okay. Um, the other day, well, yesterday, um, I don't know. I had it was late at night. I had this weird compulsion to replace all the floor with wood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that I'd have a hardwood floor. What does that entail? Do you have to get supplies? Mining out the well. Yeah, you have to go chop down trees. You have to mine. Okay. Yeah, mining out the floor. Okay, so there is the concept of resources. You We're replacing it with wood. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Huh. Yeah, that was odd. And then I remember afterwards feeling a sense of accomplishment and then thinking, I really should go to bed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is... So what is the scope of the world? Like, are you... Oh, So I there's mean, like that... MMO where That's it's like the... everyone is all playing at the same in the same world. Is right. this like a certain subset of... So Minecraft is, people playing together, or like, how does that work? So this is the really cool thing about it is that it um, it has this uh, amazing world generator where it will um, sort of uh, create something from a random seed, mm-hmm. um, and so if number, yeah, um, okay. well, it's a string, string. So you can give it any, um, which is actually a number because computers, right? So you can give it any word or sentence. Yep. And if someone else puts in the same seed, they will have exactly the same world. Okay. And so, um, but it will generate like uh, structures and villages and like um, these underground caverns. Um, it's actually amazing. So the shit. It so creates. you weren't you weren't playing uh, with anyone else then? Is no. What you're saying no. Okay. But someone else you, could have been playing with the same the same seed, right. which and is you, the same world. And you can play online in their own world. Okay. Um, so you can, you can make a Minecraft server. So you choose you if can you do play it. local or... Whatever. Right. Um, you can host it on AWS really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise they have like paid hosted options. Yep. It's like, uh, $4 a month or something. Mm-hmm. I don't cool. know. I've not looked into it. I, I've literally like logged on and ran around for a bit. Oh, okay. So you just started playing yeah. in the past week or two? Like yesterday. Oh, Okay. Cool. <laughs> I just me. assumed since you are more on top of games than I am that you would you would have played earlier than this, but no. Well, I again I played it ages ago, but okay, yeah, cool. That was weird. Um, to try out again, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Has it changed much? Yeah, or is it... yeah. I mean, they've added all sorts of shit. Um, mm-hmm. There are Slenderman. Have you mm. have you heard the Slenderman? I've wait, Slenderman. It's like a horror thing. I'm thinking of Thin Man, which is a movie from, I want to say, the mid to late 90s. Oh, really? With Kevin Bacon, I'm okay. guessing. Which was what like a horror, I don't know, but I remember seeing it in the VHS rental store. Okay. Like, I have this vivid, I have these weird, vivid memories of, like, browsing at VHS VHS titles. Yeah. At uh, the video store. but So I just know, like, the headline of the thing with maybe who was in it. Right. But... That's it. So, 
Uh, no. <laughs> Is it like, it's just like the boogeyman or something that you, yeah. you worry about this enemy kind of nondescript. Yeah, it can teleport. It gets freaked out thing. if you watch it. Ooh, okay. So, Is there you... like a nighttime where you have yeah. to be worried? So there's nighttime, daytime. Um, yep. I should link to a hilarious video about nighttime, daytime. Um, and uh, at nighttime, zombies come out. And mm. giant spiders and um, these things that explode called creepers. Mm. And the Slendermen. Okay. Um, and they all try to kill you. And so you need to, like, build a shelter. This is in the survival mode. This sounds kind of like this war of mine. Right? Like, this war of mine does have, does right. have daytime, nighttime. And nighttime is when bad things can happen. But also right. there's some risk you can take and maybe good things. I, I mean, a lot of things happen. Um, a lot of things have nighttime and daytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a concept we're all familiar with. Where are they getting this idea from? <laughs> How can they all have the same idea? Yeah. Whoa. Innovative. Um, yeah, I mean, nighttime, I, you know, I have been, I've spent mining. Right. In daytime, you go and explore the actual world. Cool. Hmm. Oh, we should play The Witness. Mm. It's a puzzle game. It's my favorite movie from the 90s. Why do I remember so many movies from the 90s? Why do you remember so many movies from the um, 90s? I don't know. Have you seen The Witness? You pretend that you're... Or, sorry, it's called Witness. It's not The Witness. I haven't. Like you would call Hospital in the UK. I, <laughs> you go to I mean, hospital. you call it here The Hospital as well. The Hospital. Yeah, The Hospital. Yeah. You don't have to go to Hospital. You go to The Hospital. No, but you say that someone's in The Hospital. Right, in The Hospital. Yeah. Not what, in hospital. No, you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that in the UK. Well, I wouldn't say that. You would. No, I... <laughs> you, um, it's like you're trying to put some linguistic charm on me that doesn't exist. <laughs> that's great. I think that's how my wife would describe me hitting on her for the first time. <laughs> trying to put some linguistic charm on her that didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, might be a good place to end. Yeah, on you hitting on me. <laughs> sure. Okay. Blame it on the homebrew. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>